Hey guys, welcome to Wrestling Days and welcome to Wrestling Days Reviews. We are reviewing this week's NXT and I've got mixed feelings on this one. I think you might have mixed feelings on this one as well. Last week was so good. It was so good. I really went into this with high optimism, uh, really came into this with a lot of enthusiasm. I thought NXT had great momentum. And I don't think we could maintain that. I think this is a fairly average episode. It's not necessarily a bad episode. There's definitely things here that I think were good. Uh, we got a Thea Hale match. And I love that girl. I love Thea Hale. Like, I want Thea Hale merch. Like, I want to support her and um, help her like, get to the main roster and everything. Like, I want to show that she is someone worth investing in because I just think she was my favorite part of this show. Unsurprisingly, we got a Thea Hale uh, match and little segment before, and uh, for me, that was just the best part of the show. I absolutely love that girl. So, uh, yes, can't wait to uh, get into this. We'll have a look at the good stuff. We'll talk about the bad stuff. But I think the big picture is it was fairly average. It wasn't a bad episode. It was just coming off what was a really great episode last week. So we started actually with all the champions coming out at the start. Brom was doing a little speech. He was interrupted by Pretty Deadly. They were then interrupted by Wes Lee, the North American champion. And uh, you could see where this was going a mile off. Uh, this felt like it was going to lead towards uh, a tag match. All the champs colliding, which is pretty exciting. It's just the journey we took to get there was a little bit long, a little bit convoluted, not that entertaining. Uh, crowd are a bit quiet for this as well. Didn't seem like they were really into it. And the end result, where we actually got to was good. You know, like uh, all the champs going up against each other, all the male champs going up against each other. That was good. But yeah, I think we could have got there in maybe a more entertaining way. But uh, either way, this was the opening segment led into the first match. R-Truth uh, going up against Grayson Waller. R-Truth came out at the end of that first segment. He uh, pretended he was going to high-five pretty deadly, but went straight over, high-fived uh, Brom Breaker, Wesley instead. We then went to commercial, came back, and uh, obviously we were underway with this match. Now, this match was all right, and obviously R-Truth being on the show is very exciting. But um, I think he's starting to forget how old he is uh, because he was, he did a big, big move to the outside uh, and ended up getting injured, like legit being injured and having to be helped to the back. So um, he actually jumps. We've done a video on the other channel, but uh, he jumps over the top rope, clips it and just boom, comes crashing down and uh, it hurt inside. And then he was uh, led away. So uh, unfortunate that this match was cut short. This is seemingly a legit injury. There's been no updates that I've seen yet as to what's actually uh, happened. Um, obviously, hope he's going to make a speedy recovery, but it didn't look good. Uh, it meant that Grayson Waller had to just kind of fill some time and uh, just say a few words afterwards. And then that was it. We went to the next segment. The next segment was Schism. And uh, we heard from Ava Rain. She seems all right talking-wise. I mean, it, there wasn't really anything that captivating here for her to really shine with. 
Um, there was no catchphrases or anything. It's not like she came out and, you know, if you smell, like she, there's no catchphrases or anything like that at this stage. She just basically was explaining that she had a big injury and the person that reached out to her was Joe Gacy, you know, and um, it was basically just like talking about why she feels like this is her family. Uh, it all led to basically us finding out that Joe Gacy and Cameron Grimes would end up having uh, a match. There's going to be another match between them. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. This didn't really stand out to me. This uh, was all right. I mean, uh, what I said on the live watch along is you got to remember that when Alexa first came in, she was like in a tutu and blowing like glitter everywhere. I think Becky Lynch was doing like Irish dancing, like what they start out as and what they become can be two very different things. Look at The Rock. The Rock started out as Rocky Maivia. Do you know what I mean? Very different to what he would go on to become. So this clearly is not the finished article when it comes to Ava Rain. We have only just begun. So I think it's very harsh to be looking at her going, oh, what do you think so far? You know, but that is the question people are asking. Like, uh, it's a curse and a blessing that she is The Rock's daughter. It's a blessing because it's all eyes on her, but it's a curse because right now she could probably do with all eyes not being on her. So all I would say is there's nothing here to really get too excited about. She's just starting out on her journey. She's going to have to find her own feet, her own path, just like everyone is. And uh, so, you know, give her some time. We'll see where she is in about three months, six months, something along those lines. But um, yes, this was a little sit down interview, just exploring why she was with Schism. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I only have to see a picture. I only now have to see a picture of Thea Hale. And that is it. That is enough to make me go. I love this girl. I love this girl. She brings so much more energy. I'm trying to think if there's anyone that brings the same level of energy. I can only think maybe like, you know, Dragonov when he's in there and he's hurling himself against ropes and he's really intense. I mean, honestly, in the watch line, people are like, she reminds me of the ultimate warrior. And it's like, yes, I totally see that. She was like getting herself warmed up backstage. She's big movements. And like the show can be a bit of a sleeper. You know, like, it can be a bit of a down or whatever. That opening segment wasn't the best. The match with R-Truth ended because of, uh, obviously, injury. Then we go to a sit-down interview with Schisms. Not really much to pull out of that. It it didn't have any witty lines or anything that really stuck with you. Um, but then she comes on and she's, like, so fun. You can see she's, like, trying to get herself uh, ready. And what was really interesting about this is, like, she was doing that and then she looked all sad and she was like, Mr. Chase, I just feel like something's missing. And she looked over and Bodhi's flag was there. You might have heard Bodhi has been released. And so she looked over and she was like, I just feel like something's missing. Um, and uh, this is where Duke Hudson bursts through and he's like, I've got this. And so Duke Hudson uh, takes Bodhi's place and is waving the flag. So uh, it was really interesting. They addressed that on TV, that slight moment uh, of Bodhi not being there. And actually, as, as we say, he's been released. Don't know why he was released. That was quite a shocker, to be honest, because I understood names that, you know, hadn't quite made a certain grade 
But it, it feels like he got to a certain level. Otherwise, why were they using him on TV in such a prominent role? I mean, it wasn't the biggest role, but even so, you know, a uh, little bit weird. Was not expecting him to be released. And I certainly wasn't expecting it to be sort of referenced during the show. But uh, this is all about Thea Hale, man. All about Thea Hale. Uh, before we went over to that match, uh, we did get this. This was uh, Briggs and Jensen. They were just reading um, uh, uh, something that had been handed by Kiana James's assistant. Don't know what this is in relation to. Never actually found out. It was never revealed what this was. But uh, yeah, we didn't actually get like, uh, we'll have to find out. There's a few little mysteries going on in NXT at the moment. This is a, a another one that's been added. Uh, to the match we went then, and uh, Thea was struggling a little bit. I mean, to be honest, her in-ring is very limited. Um, I This match, I, what I wanted is I wanted Thea Hale to just go like 100 miles an hour. Um, I like matches that have changes of pace and things along those lines. But in all fairness, for where she is in her career, she is a ball of energy. I mean, she came down. She was running circles around the ring. Like, I just wanted to go in there and be like the warrior. Like, seven second matches, super quick, super squash matches. Um, I understand that she's not going to have uh, the, the talent at the moment to really do anything that long or that intricate. They seem to try to make this a match. Like, Kiana James was the one that was in control of this match. Problem is, she's not really a ring general. So it just, it felt a bit slow and I was waiting for the big comeback and we sort of got it, but it wasn't really satisfying enough. And it's one of those. I mean, I feel like once they really find their feet and they can get the psychology down, we'll get something really good. Thea Hale is a ball of energy, a ball of charisma, a ball of personality. I love this girl to death, but in ring, we are quite limited at this stage. And um, I was waiting for that big explosive comeback. It never really came. So I did find myself a bit disappointed with the actual match. Um, but the, the the takeaways are that uh, you can see Duke put in Thea's foot on the ropes because she was meant to lose. I mean, she was going to be losing here. And uh, Duke prevented it. And actually, Andre Chase had a go at him going, that's not what we do as part of like Chase University and told him to go. And actually, uh, Duke Hudson ended up walking away. Match continued, and sadly, Thea Hale would continue to lose and ended up losing in the middle of the ring. Uh, so she did lose. Um, and then that's when uh, Dempsey would attack. So Dempsey would come down, and he would start attacking on Andre Chase. So you can see that uh, Thea Hale still selling the effects of the match. Now Andre Chase is being uh, attacked as well. It's a horrible day for Chase U. But uh, this would bring uh, Duke Hudson back and he would make the save. Uh, backstage, we had Brom Breaker and uh, he was talking to Wesley about their main event match. This is when Robert Stone came in and said that Von Wagner uh, wants to have a title opportunity. And Bron said, if Von wants a title opportunity, then Von should be the one to come and talk to me about it. Um, so it kind of teasing that Von was going to be involved in some way during that main event match. Next match, we got Odyssey Jones taking on Javier Barnell. Uh, not the most exciting thing in the world, but it is exciting to see Odyssey Jones back because uh, he is a big guy, a very exciting prospect. 
someone that's been sadly sidelined uh, due to injury, but uh, seemingly he is over that now. So only three minutes, short little thing, but a win for Odyssey Jones. Then we got a toxic attraction segment. Uh, Mandy Rose was shown uh, footage of her and her title reign. And she said that two years ago, she came back to NXT to prove that she was more than just eye candy. Uh, none of you believed that I could be the NXT Women's Champion because this represents the very best in the industry. And, and she was just kind of going on about how she's been disrespected. I mean, I do think that even though it's not been the most exciting uh, title reign, she does feel like a bigger star now. So I do think there's been some benefit to this. And uh, she was obviously talking about how much JC Jane and Gigi mean to her and how they've, you know, taken over the women's division, blah, 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 blah. And of course, Alba Fire would arrive and uh, she would attack and uh, she would actually plant Gigi through a table and she said, next week, I'm coming for JC Jane. And in two weeks time, I'm coming for you. So uh, it seems like in a few weeks, we are going to be getting a rematch, uh, I think, for the women's title. Um, it is going to be Alba Fire against Mandy Rose. Then we got our scripts moment. You might remember we saw scripts for the first time last week. Well, uh, we got another call center. Um, and uh, you can see the person here saying, leave your name, number after the tone. Uh, and basically, Scripps responded by saying that uh, you can screen my call, but you can't screen my fury. Um, and saying that they're going to come to WWE and make everyone pay. And the writing's on the wall. And uh, literally, the writing is on the wall. They were graffitiing onto the wall. Uh, Scripps. I kind of feel like this is their attempt to do that kind of retribution thing, that sort of white rabbit thing, create a bit of mystery. Who is Scripps? The only problem is when it comes to NXT, this person could be someone we've never seen before. So when it comes to NXT, it's kind of hard to build up that like mystery. Who is this? When there is a great chance it's someone we've never seen before. Take uh, Ava Rain, for example. If you don't really follow wrestling that closely and you didn't know that was The Rock's daughter, when that reveal came, that might have been underwhelming for you because it had been built up, built up. Who is the mystery person? And then it's like, I'm Ava Rain. You've not seen me before. Okay. Uh, so this can be a bit of a problem with NXT. So this one might turn out to be someone else that we've just never seen before. Or equally, it could be uh, someone getting a, a a new coat of paint, a new gimmick. Uh, something different, something fresh. Um, I did wonder if this was going to be Dominic Dijakovic. We have seen him burn in his mask before, but to be honest, um, I think this would be a really bad move, leaving a retribution-type gimmick to then walk into another retribution-type gimmick. So uh, I'm glad to report this is not Dominic Dijakovic um, because we would see him later. But uh, yeah, feel free to put in the comments who you think script is do you think it's someone new do you think it's someone getting a new gimmick don't know i genuinely don't know to be honest but um i suppose i am interested to find out uh then we got uh zoe starks against indy hartwell this is interesting because earlier in the show we did see a little backstage thing zoe starks was frustrated obviously they didn't succeed uh last week for the tag titles and Indy got in her face saying, look, 
I got attacked last week. You don't see me complaining. And so they really were getting at each other. It meant that they resulted in a match. And so we got Indy Hartwell taking on Zoe Starks. And I did take an image of this because the camera shot this uh, at this angle. It just so happened that as soon as we went to this camera angle where you could see the whole arena, camera angle we don't tend to use all that often, uh, just so happened that's when the screens went down and the lights went off. So again, I don't know if this is part of scripts or if this is somewhere else that's being teased, but felt like this happened, I think, during the Toxic Attraction segment as well, where there was a slight technical thing. Might be a power thing. Could be a power thing. It is live, but I don't know. I feel like this is them doing it on purpose. So I think this was something that's going to lead to someone else or another faction coming in or something along those lines. Uh, right, then we continued with this match. Uh, Zoe stripped the commentary table. She was about to plant Indy through it, and Nikita was like, don't do that. This isn't you. Why are you, why are you taking things this far? And she's like, you're right, you're right, you're right. Sad thing is she got into the ring and she ended up getting pinned, though. So uh, she did jump back into the ring. Uh, it allowed Indy to have uh, regrouped, and she ended up planting her and uh, picking up the victory. I actually thought this was going to tease a split between Zoe and Nikita, but we did see them later in the show and they seemed all right. But um, she did say like, I'm just not myself at the moment. Zoe said, I'm, I'm just frustrated following last week, but I'll be ready for uh, next Tuesday. And I think next week we get the rematch. So Nikita Lyons, Zoe Starks taking on Caden Carter and Katana Chance for the women's tag team championships. This is the Dominic Dijkovic bit. We didn't see his face, but he was just talking about how this isn't about anger and it's not about being frustrated. It's all about authority, which is kind of interesting. Apparently, his new name is going to be Donovan Dijak. That's going to be his new name. So not Dominic Dijkovic or T-Bar. Donovan Dijak is what he'll be known going forwards. Then we got a match. Uh, there was nothing really to set this one up. It was Valentina Ferraz taking on Cora Jade. Uh, Valentina was seen backstage talking to Sanger, saying, look, will you please be in my corner? I don't know why. Who's she worried about being attacked by? I, I don't know why she wants him there. But uh, basically, Via arrived and said, no, that's not going to happen. So um, she had to go out. But she came out all sad. I said, I've never seen someone wearing such a brightly colored like carnival atmosphere outfit um having like this big carnal atmosphere looking so glum looking so sad but it was all because sanger wouldn't go out and stand in a corner i, I don't I just don't get it i just don't understand cora jade came out anyway they had a match of course cora jade won she was always gonna win after the match cora was about to attack valentina for us and that brought out wendy chu so wendy chu prevented that beat down. And so it seems like Cora Jade and Wendy Chu are going to be starting a feud, which uh, could be interesting. Good, uh, something good for them both to get their teeth into. Then we had Electra Lopez backstage with Tony and with Stax. This was nothing to this, to be honest. Um, Electra Lopez just said that she is, if you thought she was good before, like she is going to be even better now that she chose to be on her own. 
Um, and so she is back in NXT and uh, seemingly uh, putting the women on notice. Uh, we also found out Stacks will be taking on, I think, Hank Walker next week. Then we got to our main event match, and this saw Braun and Wes taking on Pretty Deadly. Lovely uh, double suplex here by Braun. This was one of the better matches tonight. Uh, Carmelo would get involved. Uh, Wes would obviously uh, deal with him. Um, basically, Pretty Deadly retain. Uh, Von Wagner, of course, also got involved that those seeds had been planted earlier. So uh, Von Wagner and Braun seemed to be on a collision course. And then the show ended with Apollo watching and JD arrived uh, and said, that vision that you have of you being NXT champion, that's not happening whilst I'm here. So seems like those guys are on a collision course as well. So what I would say is there's a lot of stuff that's happening, that's being crammed into two hours. A lot of it is just setting up things in the future, though. And I do understand you have to do that. I do understand you need episodes like this to set up future stories, but didn't stop it from being a bit flat, a little bit like... I don't want to say you didn't need to watch this episode because, as I said, you know, things have been pushed forward. But, oh, God, last week was so good. It was so good. I was just really hoping we were going to get another episode like that. Um, sadly, it wasn't wasn't to be. So that was NXT. Uh, what we'll do is jump into your thoughts. So uh, let's have a look and see what you lot thought of it. You lot's uh, giving it a 6.5. So um, 7 and 6 was uh, the two scores that got the most votes. So we always go in the middle. So uh, 6.5 is the score for this show. Uh, let's have a look at the good stuff that people liked. Uh, the fact they're running back Albafire and Mandy for the title. Alba should have won at Halloween Havoc, so Toxic can be called up. Mandy Rose, Indy Hartwell getting a big win over Zoe Starks. Uh, Odyssey Jones is back. I hope R-Truth is okay. Uh, NXT have a dog. Need to go out for a walk. Every time Bron Breaker fights, I hear a dog barking. Uh, the conversation about the different Kit Kats. I did enjoy that during our watch long. Over 300 different flavors of Kit Kats over in Japan. R-Truth versus Waller. I hope R-Truth gets uh, the medical attention he needs, says Hayden. Alba Rose into interrupting Mandy Rose. Alba Fire, uh, you mean, interrupting Mandy Rose. Uh, and a speedy recovery to R-Truth. Uh, JD McDonald, Thea Hale and Tuesday. New feuds being set up. I guess the R-Truth segment. As always, Thea Hale. Completely agree. Tag team match. Mystery segments. Nikita Lyons. Mandy's boobs. Uh, the Scripps promo. Chocolate. Uh, Mandy Rose. Cora Jade. Cora Jade. And Thea Hale. Uh, things that people didn't like. Um, wow, that is long. Uh, nothing, but I can see Iran noticing that crown jewel in Saudi and they are going to attack. I pray it does not happen. R-Truth getting hurt. I hope HR doesn't have to retire due to injury. My internet was being terrible and it lagged throughout the whole show. Uh, Duke Hudson waving the flag, being a silly billy. Uh, Bron Breaker and Wesley against Pretty Deadly. Uh, plain episode overall, R-Truth's injury. Uh, scripts uh, forgetting to leave their phone number when they took away Mandy's boobs. Uh, the ending was a bit flat. 
R-Truth being injured, no Roxanne Perez, R-Truth injury, Von Wagner, the ending, the opening. Jeez. Uh, so someone didn't like the ending. Someone didn't like the opening. I think it's just, it's one of them, isn't it? Like, as I said, look, this show is not a disaster. It's just a case that it's not, it just wasn't an episode that grabbed me and seemingly it wasn't an episode that grabbed many of you either. But I think as someone just said there, you know, um, you need these episodes. These episodes set set up a lot of new feuds. So it did push things forward. Um, I suppose it was worth watching. It just wasn't the kind of crazy action. I mean, we were spoiled with some great matches last week, some really big segments, the reveal of Ava Rain. You know, there was just some big talking points. I feel like the biggest talking point here is our truths injury, which was not meant to happen. And obviously is a real downer. And that's probably the biggest talking point. So, look, it is what it is. We move on and uh, we'll see what next week brings. So, thanks a lot for watching. Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And I will see you again next time. Bye for now.